Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Today's episode of the podcast will be about climate change, overpopulation, racist white people, and some, just a quick overview of some of the trickery with the COVID-19 thing. I didn't go heavily into it. It's just a brief one at the end of the podcast. I hope you guys enjoy. It's a really controversial episode. Thank you. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to Esoteric Gladiator. I am your host, Jeremy Lipsy. Warning. If you guys are emotionally weak, fragile, or don't use common sense, like to think, hear the truth, or any number of overly emotional bullshit that you guys hide behind to, you know, support your cognitive distance, this episode is not for you. I'm going to get into some uh, very emotionally triggering and uh, common sense themes today. So, without further ado, it's been a few days since I've posted anything. Um, I've been been busy trying to move and and all that stuff. Um, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just kind of deconstruct some uh, narratives. I don't know how long this podcast is gonna be. I'm just freestyling shit. So if I forget to add stuff, forgive me. I didn't do any notes on this. This is just me going through some narratives here. First of all, let's go over uh, overpopulation. All right. So as somebody who's traveled all over the place. And, and flies all over the place. I notice whenever I fly that 85% of the areas that I fly over are absolutely empty. So that's a massive amount of land that could be used for farming, for housing, and uh, for other things that, you know, would help you know, humanity prosper, a large level of humanity, uh, and uh, it totally debunks the narrative that we're running out of space. Another thing that's very important to consider is that nature is in balance. I mean, even though it seems like things aren't in balance, that's not nature's fault. That's humans' fault. We support a bunch of bullshit and, and, and do a bunch of bullshit that is counterproductive to nature and our nature and our civilization. So it seems like things are out of whack, but um, really, as I've said before, the system isn't failing. This is exactly the way it was designed to be, and a bunch of human beings on this planet are supporting the system knowingly or unknowingly out of ignorance or because they're part of the problem and they feel like they may be exempt when shit really goes downhill for all of us. So, yeah, I don't support the overpopulation narrative. I think uh, the earth knows how to keep a balance. I think uh, the problem lies in how, you know, we treat each other, how we treat the planet, 
and the bullshit that we support, you know, the corporations, the praising of the rich and wealthy, you know, this dystopian, narcissistic, nihilistic, atheist society. It's so funny that, like, um, you know, people love to talk about how advanced in technology we are, but we're, like, fucking void of spiritual, uh, you know, growth. We've, like, lost all sense of spirit. And if you notice in the last, you know couple of hundred years like we've really started going downhill and we've allowed science and medicine you know these corrupt institutions that could be amazing institutions because real science and real medicine are profound but the the institutions that we have now are full of shit and garbage okay um so we've allowed this atheist uh, nihilistic theme to uh, get hell-bent on how brilliant modern man is, but, you know, we're, we're idiots. You know, we're running around with our heads cut off, getting betrayed by every fucking narrative under the sun, letting these rich people that have been doing the same shit for thousands of years to control us, and they're all related to each other, and people are still, like, in cognitive dissonance about that as well. It's, it's, it's bizarre to me, okay? So, nature is in perfect balance. We're not overpopulated. That's, you know, if you're living in a city, a crowded city, you know, that's full of homelessness, gun violence, you know, a bunch of protesting, a bunch of garbage everywhere, drug addicts, you know, just unhealthy, full of, you know, uh, electromagnetic energy and you know, phone wires and internet towers everywhere. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna feel like you're overpopulated. But the rest of the world, not really. And I've lived in a lot of natural environments. Hawaii, Washington, and I've traveled all over to a lot of natural environments. I mean, there was a lot of empty space in Spain when I went there. Uh, Australia. I mean, half the time I, you know, we drove through Australia. It was fucking empty. So I find it hard to believe that we're overpopulated, particularly when I know about agriculture and growing food and things of that nature. We have plenty of space for agriculture and housing. So there's that. And and how about this brilliant uh, school of thought, climate change? The climate's changing. Greta told me, and all my college professors told me that the climate is changing. And I'm scared because I just don't think straight. So, here we go. We got freaking cities full of people. It's always the people in the cities or on college campuses. A bunch of young retards who think they're smart because they, they've been in school and they're studying and they're memorizing things. They're not critically thinking. They're memorizing. They have little to no life experience outside of mommy and daddy's house and, you know, the loan they got for college. And I'm not talking about every college kid. Some of them are really smart. Some of them are critical thinkers. But there is a large group of people in college that don't think they memorize they're fucking human robots so the whole climate change thing i find really interesting particularly again since i've lived in natural environments 
um, you know, where I grow, grew food and landscaping and, and agriculture and, and all this stuff. I just, I'm, I'm extremely beside myself every time I hear a rabid, ignorant group of city folks talking about climate change. Oh, the climate's changing. Oh, it's so hot. Yeah. It's, I bet it is fucking hot in overcrowded, unhealthy cities where you guys live. I bet it is. Oh, the fires everywhere. Oh, yeah, those weren't started by government officials with agendas. They wouldn't be able to keep a secret. We've gone over the chain of command a multitude of times. It's very easy for people to keep a secret because it relies upon the people at the top keeping the secret and the people at the bottom are either scared they'll lose their jobs to ask any questions they're ignorant or uh they're part of the the protocol and they're getting bribed too and they're just doing shit for money so they don't want to lose that paycheck so it's it's fairly easy for people to light fires and make it look like, oh, climate change. You know, it's like people don't think about how slick and, and, and deceptive these forces and powers that be that we're fighting are, you know. I mean, let's go back to the 60s. And this is in the 60s, and they've been doing it way before this. You know, if there's protesters at like Berkeley or whatever, the, 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 the college campus that used to be the place for free speech, which now censors Anybody that wants to talk there, they'll light the campus on fire if you show up with a, with a with a differing political ideal than the majority of the campus. You know, it's it's, it's a joke. Um, but back in the day when these people were protesting on these college campuses, peaceful protesting, right? They would send in plain clothes police officer dressed like a hippie or whatever. And the, and the cop would start, you know, the, the, the undercover cop that was dressed like a protester would start lobbing rocks at the police. And the police would have their probable cause to go in and arrest everybody and fuck everybody up in the process. And that's the type of psychological trickery these guys use. And they do it in a vast array of ways. So let's get down to, like, climate change, okay? First of all... We don't have control over the climate. We have control over the environment, which no one seems to be talking about. All right? Uh, so at one point, Egypt was a rainforest. Uh, there was an ice age on the planet. There was a gigantic flood and, and all sorts of other phenomena in nature and climate and the climate of the earth in history, right? These were things that we had no control over, at least to my knowledge. That's what science will tell us, right? This is scientific, right? We didn't have control over that stuff. That was the climate reacting to the Earth's process or whatever. And then you have um, the environment. The environment being, you know, uh, our lakes, our rivers, our forests, our, you know, 
the 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 natural elements that surround us wherever we live, you know, and this we have control over. We have control over corporate dumping of toxic chemicals, pesticides, fluoride in our water. We have control over uh, protesting corporations to stop producing plastics and styrofoam. We know that there's cellulose-based, plant-based plastics out there. There's, you know, you can make uh, silverware out of a potato starch, and, and and all types of stuff. We know that there's there's cars that were invented that would run off water, or cars that would get a hundred miles to the gallon. I mean, and this was in the in the 70s. So these are things that infect that affect our environment. But people don't talk about that when they're going out to protest, showing up in their gas guzzling uh, SUVs, holding uh, you know all these signs with glitter and styrofoam and plastic all over it, trashing the areas where they supposedly care about the climate. You know they're not talking about the environment in these places. You know, and uh, it's just like hypocrisy. At its, at its highest form, we could be, you know, uh, doing agriculture on a, on a more efficient and healthy way. We don't. You know, because the same people that love to, to claim and scream about oppression and all this stuff, they support the oppressive, uh, deceptive system that they say that they don't trust, right? That's like, this one's one of my favorite, like... I don't trust the government. Give them our guns. It's like you ask these people if there's police violence, if police brutality is out of control, they'll say yes, but they want to give up our guns. I mean, it's just stupid, dumb. And uh, we can go into um, racist white people because white people are the devil, right? And I know a lot of people think I'm just white, but I'm actually uh, three different races. My dad's mom was born on an Indian reservation in Tama, Iowa, the Sac and Fox Muskogee Indians. And my mom's great-grandma is from the Canary Islands, which is off of Africa, the motherland. And uh, I've got a photograph of my great-grandmother um, where you can clearly tell that she's mulatto, uh, curly, kinky hair, big lips, big nose, olive skin. And those are my descendants. So... um I'm not like, uh, you know, partisan when it comes to like race, right? Because the other side of my race is Irish. And we know those were the first N-words in American history, right? Were the Irish. Because they were the first slaves that nobody talks about. So when the Africans met, you know, when the Africans got stolen by their own people and the country of Africa and then sold... To colonials in America and transported across the ocean to America, they were they met the original slaves, which were my ancestors, the Irish. Oh no, they were indentured servants. That's fucking slavery, you idiot. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just living the greatest life as an indentured servant where I work my life away for free. Again, back to trickery. 
These people love to use words and and uh, titles and statements to deceive you as, to believe that there's something else. The Irish were slaves, and they worked side by side with the blacks for a long time. And I'm not saying slavery wasn't fucking horrifying. I'm not saying any of that shit. It was horribly terrible. But the source that no one talks about is Africa, Africans, selling other Africans to white people. And black people. There's black slave owners owners as well. Okay? Uh, another thing to uh, take into consideration is that nobody likes to talk about the day. I mean, some people talk about it. Uh, but that slavery is rampant as fuck and always has been in Africa. I mean, between the Muslims and the blacks, I mean, slavery has proliferated for over 5,000 years. I mean, this is historically accurate. There's people on the slave... Uh, auction stage right now getting sold in Africa that nobody is talking about at these college protests. They want to protest shit that happened 200 years ago that they didn't have any involvement in, but they don't want to talk about the slavery that's going on right now. Because if they did that, then they would have to do something about it. Instead, they can get attention and garner sympathy and get special favors for something that never happened to them that happened 200 years ago. Now, I'm not saying what happened wasn't horrific. It was, but I'm going to break it all down for you, if you can bear with me. So, uh, then you got, um, you got uh, the KKK. See, now people think this is just a bunch of racist white people. No, these guys are part of the club. You know, those secret societies that I told you guys about? They have the Knights of... of uh, the Knights Templar, the Rosicrucian cross on their robes, right? Their robes. What do magicians wear? Robes. What is the head of, of these KKK fraternities? The Grand Wizard or the Grand Dragon, right? Now, if you know about symbology, you know that the dragon is on the coat of arms for the royal family, you know, the dragon is on the coat of arms for the Chinese, for the Russians. Uh, there's, there's dragon symbology all over the planet. And if you know about the, the, the Rosicrucian uh, uh, Knights Templar cross, you know that that is also all over the royal family, the Nazi Germans, the Vatican, the French, all these people use the symbology because they're part of the club. Um, so these weren't, you're just, and that's not to say that, you know, average white people didn't get um, uh, uh, inducted into the KKK because I'm sure a lot of them did. I mean, this was the garbage that, that you know, surrounded them. But to be very clear, the KKK was a black magic cult. Grand Wizard, Grand Dragon. They burned crosses or effigies. They had specific symbols and chants. The hangings weren't simply hangings. They were ritualistic sacrifices. 
which is why black people called white people the devil. Because they knew what these people were into. They were into devil and satanic worship and Luciferianism and black magic. That's why the black Americans called them devils. That's true. So, um, a lot of this information, I'm not talking about the last bit of information. I'm talking about a lot of this information came from black scholars like uh, Dr. Thomas Sowell in his book, uh, uh, Black uh, Rednecks, White Liberals. Um, uh, Larry Elder, Candace Owens, um, and uh, a slew of, of other African American, uh, black Black American scholars, and um, so it's not like I'm just speaking this shit from a white person's perspective. I'm speaking this from a person's from a human perspective that thinks critically, that wants to get over this these bullshit narratives that are used to divide us so that another smaller group of people can conquer us or gain power and access to our resources. So another thing that people don't like to talk about is uh, the Civil War and, and, and the abolition of slavery. And to be very clear, uh, while there was slaves, black slaves in the South, there was also a lot of free black uh, citizens in the North. There was also blacks that owned black slaves. So, again, know your history. So, when the Civil War came and slavery was abolished, um, and it had one of the shortest running uh, slave uh, histories, I think it was like 50 to 75 years, compare that to Africa's slave trade of 5,000 years. There's no comparison. Um, and if you want to know about like ancient slavery in Africa, you can go back to like biblical stuff and hi historical stuff of the Egyptians taking white Jewish slaves in Egypt, you know, thousands of years ago. I mean, this, you know, like people love to act like, you know, they're, they're guilt free and exempt from, you know, human behavior, which is just, you know, the seven deadly sins. But lo and behold, we find each and every time that all races of people have the propensity to be pieces of shit or wonderful people. Bottom line, it's not isolated in one group of people. And anybody who thinks differently is a fucking moron. Straight out. I'm sorry. You're an idiot. Um, so what we don't talk about, too, is, is during the Civil War, I mean, uh, all these really racist, hateful white people uh, decided, hey, you know what, we hate these black people, but we're going to go risk our lives to free them from slavery, right? So you don't hear about all these whiny little brats on the college campuses that never lived through anything, uh, you know, outside of listening to an echo chamber of their own bullshit about slavery and racism and this and that. None of them ever experienced racism. Uh, I mean, and if they did, it's a very small percentage of them. Uh, th their grandparents had to all deal with it. Some of their parents did, and their great-great-grandparents really had to deal with it. Um, but these guys are all a bunch of fucking whining little brats. Um, they don't want to face up to the truth of things that... that uh, you know, slavery wasn't white people hating black people. It was uh, blacks offering a product 
to white, you know, to white opportunists who didn't feel like fucking working the land and, you know, fuck them for being lazy. Right. Um, but then, you know, a large portion, half the fucking country saw this slave thing as horrific and inhumane and, and, you know, people like myself and, and, and a lot of my friends were like, fuck this shit. We're going to war and we're going to help free these people. This isn't right, right? And so people don't talk about that. And people should talk about that because it's really important. You know, you never hear about the good side of stuff because lo and behold, like I said before, nobody wants to talk about black slavery today. They want to talk about it 200 years ago because then they can just they can just have something to cry about and not have to face up to what the fuck is going on right now in the motherland, right? So, you know, and, and I hear a lot of, you know, again, and as somebody with, with, with native blood in me and doing years of native ceremony, a lot of people will be bitter and resentful at me for saying this, but I, but I, I keep it real. I'm just going to tell the truth. You know, when Whitey showed up on the shores of America, lo and behold, uh, the natives were, you know, murdering, pillaging, raping, torturing, and enslaving one another. So they couldn't even get along with themselves. Then Whitey showed up and was like, oh, these guys, right on, they got a bunch of resources. Well, we're going to go to war with them. Yeah, and you know what? In the process of war, you find that, that people act racist and bitter and angry, and, and, and it's horrible, and, and it sucks, and it's horrifying, and I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from that or, or the suffrage of, of Native people, right? My, my grandmother's people, right? My people. Uh, I'm not taking anything away from that. What I'm saying is, is we like to ignore shit. We like to wash our hands of human behavior because then it makes us feel morally superior to other groups of people. When the fact is, is native people help the U.S. Cavalry capture their enemy people. They help them capture other natives. They did fucked up shit to, to other native people. They ate each other. They sacrificed each other. They raped the women. They kept slaves. But this is something a lot of people don't want to talk about. Now, I'm not talking about what's going on today, you know, with the pipelines and all this horrific shit that, that somehow people are still letting go down or supporting or whatnot. I'm specifically talking about people trying to wash their hands of human behavior and, and talk about how racist white people are. All people are fucking racist, dude. In fact, you'll find the psychology behind the, the people that talk about racism the most are the most fucking racist. You know, I got these, these dumb little sluts telling me my male white privilege. You know, that's a sexist and racist statement right there. Number one, I'm not even completely white. Number two, what the fuck does me being have a man have to do with human behavior? It's... I'm a human being, right? So, I don't know, man. I just, I get tired of this dumb shit and, and, and this lack of, of like critical thinking. And, you know, hey, if you're getting offended by some of the shit I'm saying, well, stop being stupid. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. If you don't like the way I talk, I don't know what to tell you. I, I just, I don't, sometimes I'm funny, sometimes I'm, I'm not. Sometimes I'm serious and sometimes I'm fucking frustrated. And today's one of those days where I'm just like really fucking frustrated about a lot of shit. 
and I just have a very little patience for ignorance and stupidity because it doesn't just transfer from overpopulation, climate change, racist white peoples. It goes into shit like COVID-19 where you've got an army of people saying, stay indoors, six feet of social distancing, calling the cops on their fucking neighbors. Meanwhile, we've got empty hospitals. We've got nurses putting out fucking dance videos in empty hospitals. We got people lying about death certificates and on death certificates, putting down COVID-19, whether that was the cause or not. We got people setting up media scams where they got pictures of people in hazmat suits digging mass graves and shit, you know, as fear campaigns. You got uh, people, you know, no politicians in New York lying to people saying, oh, we need these ventilators. And you find out they're sitting on 30,000 ventilators that are in a warehouse that they're not using. And, and, and then you got the news faking footage, uh, from Italy, putting it in their, in their footage here in America saying that it was filmed in a hospital in New York somewhere. And, and then you have all these naturopathic doctors and clinics getting silenced or removed off YouTube or Facebook or bam, not because their information is, is, is disinformation. It's because there's a narrative to push vaccines and pharmaceuticals. Now, why would that be when vaccines are simply, um, false, and synthetic derivatives from natural compounds. That is to say that um, they are lab-created uh, alchemical uh, substances, designer substances, based off of plants, herbs, flowers, things in nature that heal people naturally right? So these synthetic versions of natural compounds give people all these side effects and get people sick and, and, and do all this other harmful, damaging stuff. And that's not to say that, you know, vaccines couldn't help people because I believe that vaccines could really help people. And yes, some vaccines have helped people, but that was mostly in the 70s, 60s, 50s, and those times. But even then, there was a lot of vaccines fucking people up. And they've been testing this shit on people for years. You want to talk about white racism and, and black cognitive dissidents? Let's talk about Africa and how they test vaccines all across Africa. Ask a lot of your black friends in the ghetto how they feel if they trust rich white people uh, saving uh, Africans. Fuck no! Hell no! They know what these motherfuckers are about. These guys are the these guys are the relatives of the fucking KKK right here. Oh yes, we're altruists. We're trying to save people. Oh, the black people need our help. Meanwhile, they're poisoning them with polio and all kinds of other shit in their fucking vaccines. Because for one reason, a lot of these vaccines they don't assimilate into our body like herbs, uh, in, in natural, um, you know, healing. Uh, uh, supplements uh, assimilate into our body. So again, and another thing to um, notice is is also that you can't put a patent on nature, or at least you used to not be able to until Monsanto came around and they bribed out all the politicians and they made you know their GMO seeds uh, readily available to them and they could patent those. Um, but you know before that you couldn't patent nature, so. The uh, these uh, scientific 
medical institutions couldn't make money off natural um, elements. Um, you know, you got to deal with health food stores and, and naturopathic doctors. These are the doctors that are actually able to make a living off these supplements. But um, it doesn't benefit the doctors that are charging you, you know, uh, $1,000 a bottle for your heart medicine or, uh, you know, $50 for your flu shot that you wind up getting the flu a, w a week later. And, you know, and people aren't thinking about this. The trickery or the deception that, that's being used to pull the wool over our eyes, you know. We're finding out that the, the death toll is like, Point five or some crazy shit that like you know all these millions of people were supposed to die and like 30 or 40,000 people have died and people are still panicking and freaked out and here's one thing that they don't tell you is fear will kill you before anything else that's the first thing that'll make you sick is fear fear and stupidity so if you're a dipshit and you're scared all the time. Oh, social distancing. I'm calling the cops on my neighbor. Well, dude, you're part of the problem. You're already sick. You're sick with stupidity and ignorance and fear. You might as well just jump off a bridge. A lot of these people, for some reason, they think that, that if shit really gets nasty and goes down on the country here, that because they played by the rules and they helped the system and you know they always did the right thing when it came to listening to their media and their teachers and, and all these abusive people in these structures, that these people are going to be safe when, the, when the, the cops or the military or whoever comes to hurt us up and put us in fucking FEMA camps. If that ever goes down, and if that did ever go down, these fucking idiots are going with us, right? In fact, these will be the idiots that go because people like me and my homies will go down shooting before we fucking get herded up and go out like punks because most of these people that act like this, they're punks. They're scared. They're bitches. So they snitch, right? Anyways... I don't know, man. This this thing, again, was kind of like about psychological warfare and stupidity and not using common sense and just some narratives for people to think about and also to challenge you guys and to test your fucking resolve because a lot of people don't want to hear this shit and people need to hear this shit. And again... I dropped some names of where I got my sources. The, the, this didn't come from some uh, white privileged, male white privileged uh, professor. This came from black American scholars that studied, that knew themselves and didn't want disinformation and racism happening because they saw humanity not as a collective of races, but as a collective of human beings, ignorant and intelligent, positive and negative, racist and loving, a collective of human beings. Racism is a tool to control people, to divide people. And all your celebrities out there acting like they're so proud and so black, meanwhile, they're selling out all their people to whitey at the top, they know who the fuck they are, and a lot of you guys know who they are. These people are fucking scoundrels. If they're people like Snoop Dogg, Jay-Z, Beyonce, fucking T.I., all these other idiots out there trying to act like they're proud black people, they're the fucking devil's helper, dude. They're the devil's helper. They know what the fuck they're doing. 
They're part of that club. They're, they're pushing the propaganda to enslave their people further. Meanwhile, they're going to come out on top and make a bunch of money off the suffrage of their own people. So, anyhow, like I say, I always keeps a trail on this podcast. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to censor myself. I'm not going to soften myself up because that ain't how a motherfucker gets down. Like I said, in life, I eat healthy. I exercise, I train martial arts often, I study daily, I meditate daily, I pray daily, I focus on mind, body, and spirit, and I encourage you people to do the same. Stay away from the bullshit. Mainstream media is all fucking lies. You don't just get to pick and choose what lies they're telling you. Like, it's like it's a fucking criminal enterprise. Why the fuck would you trust anything these people say? You know? It's like, don't pick and choose what you believe from a criminal enterprise that doesn't have your best interests at, at hand. Like, it's all lies. Doesn't even matter if it's true. They're still fucking liars. It's all lies. Anyhow, I wish you guys nothing but the best. Again, today I was in a shitty mood. Uh, but I needed to get a podcast out there. I wanted to get some information out there on a touchy subject. I wanted to, I wanted to fucking trigger people. People need to be triggered. So anyways, love y'all. Thanks for listening. If you like my podcast, share and subscribe. If you don't, get the fuck out of here. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I wish you nothing but the best. I know times are tough. Times are going to get better. We need to put our heads together. We need to get our heads screwed on straight. We need to be smarter than our enemies. Take care, y'all.